Welcome to the Two Seeds in a Pod podcast presented by Macedonia Baptist Church. We've actually been sitting here for the past five, ten minutes. Uh, Already talking, we realize this is good podcast. This is a good podcast. I'm I'm Chris Gravening. And I'm Chris Lindsay. And we are here today for your listening pleasure. Yes. Whatever day it is for you, whatever you're doing, if you're sitting on the toilet, driving down the road, uh, mowing the grass uh, in the middle of winter, we're here for you. (laughs) That's it, right? They could actually be listening to this in the spring because they they fell behind. Fell behind. They may be convicted in their hearts and say, hey, I need to go listen to that podcast. It's probably when my wife is going to listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we were were just uh, discussing football on Thanksgiving Day, and I was like, we need to stop. We need to stop. And turn the podcast on because this is good information for our church members and listeners to hear. Yes, NFL football on Thanksgiving. What 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 else do you need to hear about? Isn't that why you tune into this podcast? That's right. It's like <laughs> not about the Bible, no. not about theology, just the dumb banter we have. Yeah. Each and oh, there's the little uh, wind cover. The wind um, cover. So, so you, you 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 made the comment that you like Thanksgiving. Why? Why do you like Thanksgiving? Well, first of all, Thanksgiving meal is like. Is there any better meal in the in the year? I mean, I would say I love Christmas. Christmas is my favorite holiday, but the meal itself, I, I love Christmas dinner. But Thanksgiving Day dinner, I mean, there's something different, man. It's just something different. I, I, at what point do we realize it's gluttony? <laughs> like, hey, no, 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 this is not the time to be convicted. <laughs> Why are we doing that? <laughs> I don't know. When. That's a good question. When is it gluttony? So I was listening to uh, Paul Tripp uh and he was talking about his pleasures uh, that he gets from eating food. Like, should I go get another piece of cake? Mm-hmm. No. Even though it was so good. No. Right, right. Because in that, that's my pleasure. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm getting, I'm being pleased by it. Right. And so I need to just say, nope, I'm not going to go. Or sometimes it. it can be a, um, when we are kind of maybe in a bad mood or stressed Sometimes food, I know that, notice that with me, if I'm ever like in a particularly stressed or a bad mood, I don't care. Like, right. I'm just going to go, I, I, I don't care, I'm just going to go eat some more. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm going to go eat me another five pieces of candy yeah, out of the I, Halloween I, I, bucket. I, I likewise drown my feelings in food. Right. So that's where I have to be careful. So I guess that would be gluttony, right? right? That you're trying to replace, you're trying to find happiness in the food itself, right? right? Or, or something of that sort, right? Or repent. Yeah. yeah, we need right. to repent. But where does that fall in line with what we all know? We all eat a lot on Thanksgiving. Yes. So maybe not the fourth plate. <laughs> but <laughs> Right. <laughs> One through three, maybe. Maybe three. Three's got a light. <laughs> yeah. I don't I, know. But, this, so, but also, a lot of people don't eat anything else that day. Right. So they're not. But again, that's the question. Like, are you just doing it because? Or, you know, I may not. But, dude, I love me all the, all the things of Thanksgiving. Do you, do you ever eat turkey outside of Thanksgiving? Uh, turkey sandwiches, yeah. Like, sometimes I'll get turkey on a sandwich or. Like, um, I don't but ever. Not like straight, like a. I know what you're maybe asking, yeah. like, a, go get a turkey and. I don't eat ever turkey. do that. I don't either. But maybe that's why. Because I just want, like, because if I don't, if I don't want to, like, it's special. Thanksgiving Day turkey, man. You know, Thanksgiving was like started, I think, during World War One or two, whichever one, mm-hmm. for the fact of like helping the family unit by the president. I thought, okay, so the, the, does that have nothing to do with the Pilgrims? 
I don't know. Is I, it Native Americans? I just, I, all right. That's so, what we got in, in school. So this is I, this is what happens when you learn history from t- TikTok. But, uh, you know, that's what I was thinking. Uh, I may be completely wrong, <laughs> which is which is completely true. Uh, uh, so, yeah, it might be. It might have been like an official holiday started in that area, but I thought it was a... Um, Where's the wiki page? You got to learn from wiki. Uh, if you're not, look. If you're not learning from, I know what they told you in school. Uh huh. Don't use Wikipedia. Or is that what they told us? That's what they told me. Yeah. Like Wikipedia is not a reliable source. Right, but they also sources in there are reliable. Are reliable. So uh, it's all right. So Wikipedia states this: Thanksgiving is a national holiday celebrated on various dates in the United States, Canada. Grenada, St. Lucia, and Liberia. It began as a day of giving thanks, no wonder, uh, for the blessed blessing of the harvest in the preceding year. Similarly, named festival holidays occur in Germany and Japan. All right, we're not worried about that. Um, all right, so... Yeah, well, we're not going to sit here and guess it right here down there. Would United be. States. Wow, this is long. Yeah. It said there's some... Uh, okay, so I'm wrong. Yeah. It was back in the day. My bad. In England history. Was, you, that's why you gotta stop listening to TikTok, my dude. No, uh, President Franklin D. Roosevelt signed a president proclamation changing, changing the it. holiday to the next to last Thursday right. in November in efforts to boost the economy. Yeah. The date created right. extra seven days for Christmas shopping since at that time, realtors. Uh, sorry, retailers <laughs> never began promoting the Christmas season until after Thanksgiving. That doesn't happen anymore. They yep. have already seen. Yeah, so they shifted it, but the Thanksgiving holiday has been celebrated for a long time. Well, I'm just saying, Franklin D. Roosevelt was in it for the money. <laughs> Who is in it for the money? I don't know. Well, but one of the things that I was getting ready to tell you before we started the podcast is I'm already done with turkey. That's right. You said you're uh, so so you've already had some turkey. I've already had some turkey. I'm done with it already. See, that's why I don't have it because I don't want to ruin Thanksgiving. Yeah, but when when you make two turkeys and you have like a half gallon bag of turkey left, and mm-hmm. um, you get home late last night and uh, you're hungry, that's what you ate. That then you eat a turkey. So you only sandwich. have it once, and you're done with it. For like I, a long time. Well, I've had I've had it, I had a little bit while I was cooking it. You know, you got to try. Yeah, it. I got to try a little bit. Uh, and it was it's good, um, but it's just you. But it yeah. So you and my wife would be in the same realm. My wife doesn't really love turkey. She kind of eats it because it's Thanksgiving right. Day. I'll have to tell this story. It's funny. Um, so I think it was one of the first times I ever went up to West Virginia to Bethany's. Uh, home or parents' house, and I think it was either like the first. I think it was our first year of marriage. Maybe it was. It was somewhere in that realm. It was pretty early on, and we go up to West Virginia for Thanksgiving, and um, my in-laws asked Bethany, "Is it okay if we don't have turkey? And we just have ham?" And she didn't ask me. She just said, "Oh, it'll be fine. He won't care." Well, <laughs> I get there on Thanksgiving, and we're sitting there on Thanksgiving. And there's no turkey. I don't say anything. I'm not going to say anything right then and there. But I called my mom later up. I go, Mom, I didn't have any turkey on Thanksgiving. <laughs> and uh, so it's a running joke that you got to, it's, um, you, so now, like, 
they now have to ask everything. They ask, so go ask Chris if that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I because I was like, no turkey no on Thanksgiving. No turkey on Thanksgiving. It was ham. I was a little, I was, I was, so anyway, it's a joke. Now, it's not something like. But. Now, I, w- I would argue the eatability of ham, recurring eatability, mm-hmm. so leftovers. Oh, agreed, yeah. For me. Yeah, I can I can do more ham than anything. Turkey else. is not great leftover. You got to kind of you got to do some stuff to it because it dries out. And, yeah, and, and, my turkey isn't dry. Well, no, that's a very prideful saying, statement. As I said, I apologize. Apologize, but uh, my my turkey <laughs> is off the chain. I'm not saying it's not, but sometimes like when you keep it in the fridge or you keep it and it just doesn't. It loses a little bit to me. Just Unless yours doesn't. Is yours perfect even after five days in the fridge? Well, five days in the fridge, it needs to go in the trash. Okay, whatever. Two days. But, but it's uh, it, we. I cooked uh, on Friday, and I had some last night. So obviously, and it's still juicy. So obviously, it's like three or four days, five days maybe for me, and I like smell it. It's all right. You smell get, it. <laughs> throw it in the microwave. Make you, sure you realize the cold negates the smell, right? Yeah, and then I put it in the microwave and just make sure it kills everything. <laughs> That's probably bit. why you're able to eat more than I am. <laughs> <laughs> all those all bacteria that's <laughs> in your gut. <laughs> yeah, um, I like me some ham, so I, I'll like the spiral cut. And it's got to be the sweet. I also like the cherry glaze. Have you ever had the cherry glaze ham? Oh man, uh, I had some of the best ham I've ever had in my life. Last year we had it from Old Colony. It was one one cheap, but we yeah. had Old Colony do their and it's their cheer wine sauce mm-hmm. on it. And it, oh my goodness, I almost just died and went to heaven right then and there. <laughs> well, I I so favorite okay 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 so favorite thanksgiving dish one thing one thanksgiving dish it, ow it's got to be stuffing mm, a good stuffing a is good stuffing. legit uh, do you call it stuffing or uh i call it stuffing what's I know the other name dressing. for dressing yeah i like a stuffing I, so they actually differentiate so if you dressing is it like if you don't stuff the turkey with it and then stuffing you call it stuffing because you stuff the turkey with see, it. see i call it stuffing regardless. i call it me too like so stove top like, stuffing. Stuffing. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like me some stuffing. All it is is bread. Yeah. So, um, but I love it when you stuff the turkey with it and it gets all the, the juice. Do you do that? Do you stuff it? No. Uh, so I've actually started spatchcocking my turkeys. I cut the backbone out and I press it down so it's laid out flat on the grill. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you can't stuff it then? No. I, I guess I could, but... No, that'd be hard to do, I think. Uh, without spatchcocking it. I don't have yeah. to. But, but yeah, because you smoke your turkey. Yeah. Yeah. So we just do the oven. Right. Oven turkey in the in the cooking bag, mm-hmm. and then, but stuff. Mm. Yeah, I like mm. I like me some stuffing. Good Devil, stuff. A deviled eggs. Yes. Um, I'm gonna say this. I know this sounds. If you say uh, the uh, gooey stuff, cranberry sauce. No, just... no, I do like some of that, but. Uh, and I like it in the can too, the canned yeah, stuff. That's what Courtney like. She she told me the other day. She goes, "I bought me a can of cranberry sauce." Yeah. I was like, "You can get that junk out of the house." Oh, it's good. That's what I like that. Um, I like me. I know a lot of people are gonna scream. I like me some green bean casserole, man. Mm. Green bean casserole. Just you're a horrible person. Yeah, I guess apparently that's like <laughs> a. Yeah. I don't uh, know. A green bean casserole really doesn't bother me. So. Um, but it's not like on the top of your list type thing. No. Yeah. I, honestly, what we're probably going to have, we're probably, I'm going to make some mac and cheese. Probably do some stovetop stuffing. 
Um, maybe uh, I know sweet potato casserole. I've got um, to have yeah a good good sweet potato casserole. Um, pumpkin pie. Uh, see, Courtney doesn't like pumpkin pie, so we generally don't do that. I love pumpkin pie. Sad. Um, but if we do, we'll probably buy one from the store. Just throw it in the oven. I like homemade. Well, yeah. Mm, that's sad. It is sad. A little sad. There's a lot. Is, she's she's saddening. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you, baby. Uh, if I if I notice you're not talking to me uh, in the middle of the summer, I know why. I know why. <laughs> in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, uh, hey, we, we're we're gonna feast out. So if you're hungry and you want to come to the house sometime after one o'clock, I don't know when we're eating, but yeah. you're welcome to come. I'm sure there'll be plenty of food. If everybody shows up, just bring a dish, and we'll be we'll good to go. Good time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, we'll probably eat around that time. So, Chris, what like is football? What is what is one thing in this past year that you are thankful for? And don't give the general a oh god, my wife, uh, you know, the, the normal stuff. Like, what's one thing that you you are overly thankful for? Well, now, see, now or, I can't think specific, about it. Or specifically, one person God brought into your life last year <laughs> that you get oh. to do ministry with. Um, man, what's that guy's name? You know, really nice guy. He doesn't have any hair on top of his head. Uh, I know what you're talking about. A, a um, little annoying at times. Uh, he's got a beard, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so Glasses. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I guess you're not uh, too thankful for. <laughs> but seriously, what's what's one thing you're thankful for? Um, I, I think I'm thankful for, and I know this sounds uh, a little. I, I don't want to be like super spiritual, but the I'm thankful for this year. I felt like more than ever this year, I have found more consistency in my spiritual formations things that I've done this year, and I'm thankful to God that He's been doing that in my life. So. What I mean by that is I felt more consistent this year in growing a habit of the reading of the word. Prayer, I think, has been a little better for me this year. It's not where it needs to be. I always need to grow in that. But the spiritual formations that I'm learning in that um, I feel like this this past year has been one of my – this has been a, a good year for that. So – um, and thankful for different authors and different people that have helped me in that. But um, I think that would be one. I don't know if that's trying to be too too super spiritual. No, I'll, I'll take that. That wasn't the general. I'm thankful for God, and, yeah. which we we are. But right. I of course, I didn't want the. But yeah, the spiritual the formations. I felt like to this year that that's been one of. Well, yes, a year or two has been bad, that. That's actually feels now almost. I've over the years I've always struggled with consistency, and I felt God's grace in keeping me consistent. This doesn't mean it's perfect. There's some days where I don't do it, but when I don't do it, I know it, and I and and it I I think that's pretty evident. So that that's that's one thing I'm super thankful for, overly thankful for. But sweet, yeah, uh, in that. So yeah, how about you? So I would have to say, um, as I'm nearing the end of my theological education. Mm-hmm. Just um, thankful for the time that I've been at Southeastern. Yes, um, and the people that I've met through 
those classes mm-hmm. and the professors, couple professors pouring into me mm-hmm. um, as much as possible as a distance learning student, uh, but mm-hmm. still acting like they care, even if yeah. maybe they don't. Uh, even the acting, mm-hmm. you know, is very right. genuine. Yeah. Um, uh, and and that the sacrifices that my wife and my children have made, right? Yeah. So that I'm able to go and God sustaining them through that. Yeah. Um, us through it. So I'm thankful for that. Uh, I'm thankful that I'm about to be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go buy your wife a big old nice present for all the. Stuff she put up for you. She's got the best present in me. <laughs> I cannot talk. To I've this. heard of that though. I heard that, uh, and I don't think I did this. Um, we don't think I had anything. She, my wife doesn't really desire anything like that. But I heard guys will do that. They'll buy their 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 wives and their children gifts after their graduation because just oh, to thank sweet. them for for what yeah. they did for that. So. Well, I know another reason Courtney would be mad at me in the summer. <laughs> so I should have. no i think that's good Um, but yeah that's great and uh congratulations on that um i know you still got a couple weeks sounds like you're gonna make it you're gonna get it two two technically three Three more weeks weeks, sorry three weeks two Two more weeks of actual school yes and then you'll graduate on the ninth 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 sunday's 11th yeah yeah the ninth i'll I'll be done i'll be across that stage Big You'll old be a master of the divine, baby. Be, I'll, I'll be it. Um, be done it. Um, whatever you want to call At it. At the greatest seminary in all the world. I said Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary is not a sponsor, but that's what your cooperative money goes to. Um, it's provided for us education. Um, so Southeastern, we we pump you up all the time. Um, how about you give us a little sponsor, sponsor? That's, little, that's right. Uh, you can just pay for our PhDs. That's it. You know, that's that's all we ask for. I don't want a PhD. Uh, Demon. Yeah, you can pay for his D man. You pay for my PhD. All right. Except I think your wife's gonna probably be like, nope, no, no PhD right now. Well, it would be summer. Uh, so, so I've got, I've got some time. Maybe I'll be enrolled by then. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh man, good stuff. So this past week in worship service, you talked about uh, the Exodus going out of the. Um, Egypt, the fear that the Israelites had as they stood uh, at, at the on the edge of the water, mm-hmm. uh, as long as they could remember, barely passing by. You know they could be the perfect daughter, as long as they would. Sorry, that <laughs> Moana uh, started coming. Okay, out. that yeah. I've watched that movie once. You've only watched it once. once. No, I don't know. I've actually watched it. I think I've seen a piece of it. No way. You got to watch it at least once. Yeah. Um, anyway. Anywho's, uh, but there's an aspect that kept popping up, and and you hit at as part of your um, part of your sermon, and I, I went through while you were preaching. I was listening, and I, I underlined every time it said glory. Glory. So, so mm-hmm. you have you have it underlined here. Mm-hmm. Uh, that God was going to get glory over Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. In a Paul David Tripp quote popped into my mind that we're glory stealers. Yes. We like to steal glory. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? Uh, sin? 
Okay. <laughs> um, I guess I should have preferenced the, the the theological question with the glory. Thanksgiving question right. uh, that I gave you. <laughs> Get out of the cliches and give me something good. Um, uh, so, it's, well, I think it's rooted also in the fact that um, the, the original glory stealer which I think you see here, and you see throughout Exodus, and you see throughout Scripture, and as I quoted from Isaiah uh, 51, uh, that there is a cosmic battle against God and Satan, and that Satan is trying to steal the glory of God. That was his whole point. He wanted to be like God. Which then, what did God tempt Adam and Eve with? To be like God. Like, Oh, he doesn't want you to do that because he doesn't want you to do that. Satan tempted Adam and Eve. You say God. Oh, I didn't. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. That, sorry. that goes against scripture. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Satan tempted Adam. Sorry, I misspoke. Satan tempted Adam and Eve uh, in saying, you shall be like God mm-hmm. if you do this. Right? So there's always... I think that all of us are created with a desire... To and it's supposed to be rooted in the glory of God, but what we do is we try to. Um, we're very prideful people. Yeah. Well, the Westminster uh, Confession. I know we're Baptists, but mm-hmm. Westminster states it this way: that um, we are created to uh, enjoy God. Oh my goodness, it's gone. Uh, I've got. I didn't bring my Bible to church. <laughs> Go look at you. Uh, to uh, recreate it, to enjoy, glorify God, glorify enjoy, God, and enjoy, enjoy Him, him forever. forever. There we go, glorify God and enjoy Him forever. The reformed Goodness, God didn't get it. Could just shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I can make mistakes every once in a while, right. Chris. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, so I, I think that there is in all of us. God created us with a. I'm trying to state this the way I'm trying to think. We're created with a with a desire, and I think our, our, our intention was to glorify God. And what happened is that it, we reversed it. Right. And, and now we seek meaning. We seek um, attention. We seek glory. Uh, glory because we're, we are, um, I guess, because we are children of wrath. Right. right. So I know that the sin was the kind of the, the cliche answer but that's where it's rooted right. in right um but we are children of disobedience we are the, we have reversed where the glory should go to and we think we deserve it and and that is uh, something we have to battle against even as christians every single day right and that we have to submit ourselves to the lord and his glory but oftentimes we try to glorify ourselves that's in it. all kinds of ways and and that's that's even seen uh, in our day to day lives, mm-hmm. um, in in how we handle things. Uh, you know, they get they get our order wrong at the McDonald's drive through. Actually, let's not use McDonald's because they do a good job. You show up to Taco Bell and they don't have uh, <laughs> nachos, right? They don't have uh, taco shells. Taco shells. <laughs> they don't have the basic things to make tacos. Right. And, and we're upset that our glory 
right. that we were expecting tacos for our own pleasure right. is now destroyed. And we get mad, and then we have to remember, too, is that it's probably not those employees' fault. Right. Like, they're just there, and they have to bear the brunt of prideful people. That's right. <laughs> the whole time. So they're getting yelled at every time over the speakerphone or in the drive-thru or in the restaurant. Why don't you have this? Right. Or, or they'll have me go, okay, well, tell me what you do have. Right. <laughs> they're like, we don't even, we, we, we have lettuce. Lettuce? He wants a lettuce? He wants salad. Salad? Um, um, yeah. So, so our, our glory is found in not God, but ourselves. And that's what Pharaoh was doing the whole entire time. Right. Like he was rejecting God because he believed he was he is God. Right. He is a God. And that these people are mine. I want them for my work. They're my slaves. Um and then just that's the end of it. He says we've lost all of our workforce. Right. Um they were doing what I wanted and the things I I needed and what Egypt wanted and now we've lost our whole workforce. So Rather than acknowledge that he's God, Yahweh is God, that's his people, those are his, those are my people. Right. And God's like, nah, they're mine. And and we can do the same thing. Mm-hmm. We can say, well, that's my house. That's right. my work. That I've been at this job for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my church. Mm-hmm. I've been at this church for 800 years, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Um, we, we can we can place glory in other things besides God. And when that glory is messed up, mm-hmm. we, we get upset. Yes. Um, and so if we, if we rightly put what glory where glory deserves in God, there, there's a couple Im, Im, uh, implications that happen for us. One that reminds us, Hey, we, we ain't it. Mm-hmm. We're we're not that person. We're we're not the people who deserve glory. Right. What we deserve is wrath. Yes. We deserve judgment. We deserve this. But God, in His grace, the one who res- deserves glory, saved us so that He may get glory. Yes. Um, just like the whole point in the Exodus is uh, that they're pulling the Israelites out so that God may have glory over Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. Glory over Egypt. Yes. Glory over the Israelites. Um, and that's what salvation, in essence, is: is that God is saving us from our 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 pride. He is saving us from our glory stealing, because that's what sin is. Sin is the saying, "You know, that's what I want." You're keeping it from me. This command that you told me to do, I want it. So you've told me to do something, I'm not going to do it. Or B, you've told me not to do this thing, but I want it, so I want it. So, And then what salvation is, is that is that God has said, no, that's wrong, but I'm going to take the judgment you deserve for that, and I'm going to do all the same. And then what salvation is, is then by faith acknowledging I am sinful. I have stolen your glory, God, and given it to myself, and I need you to forgive me. So, uh, you know, when you when you take a book of the Bible that you've read through many of times, and uh, you think you have a grasp on it, and then you actually start studying it mm-hmm. to teach, mm-hmm. and it changes, 
it changes. You know, what, what you thought was the point of the text is not uh, any anywhere mm-hmm. close to it. And it also changes depending on what you're going through at that moment. Correct. Um, but since we've been going through Philippians mm-hmm. with the student ministry, it's it's clear that there was some disunity in the Philippian church. Mm-hmm. They weren't striving together as one. Right. There, there was a lot of different people wanting to glory in themselves. That's why Paul turns around and and he gives this beautiful hymn of what Christ has done in, in him humbling himself. And he, he goes, look, don't look after your own interests, but the interests of others. Don't don't be so self-absorbed that you forget about others for for because my life is to live as Christ and to die as gain. I know you're worried about me, but if I'm to die as a spiritual offering for you, praise God for that. Rejoice because I'll be with Christ. Live likewise like me. Look after God's glory. Look to him. And so um got a little preachy there. Amen. Do you, you feel that unction? I felt that unction. All right. Felt that unction. I tell you yeah, that. that's absolutely to is especially for me because I've never I've read who knows how many times I think all of us know this story. We right. know the Exodus story. I think a lot of us know it like the back of our hand, especially in the church. How many times did you learn it in Sunday school? Right. How many have we seen the felt boards and we've seen the videos and we've seen the movies and we've seen everything because it, it's I mean, it really is an incredible story, right? It, it's it's a it, it does there it, there's some sense in this story where we were like, man, that's like this is big. I mean, and Israel acknowledges this too because a lot of the Old Testament looks back at this one moment, at this Exodus, um, which then why it's so important that the connection is made that. The Exodus points us to the new Exodus, the sure. us. But, but seeing this and doing this study of, of chapter 14, one of the things I uh, in that study and why I came to the conclusion I came to yesterday is that sometimes, like I said, we want to be like, well, who's our Egypt today? Who's our, uh, who's the, uh, you know, what's the situation that I'm backed up against the wall and God will fight for me? And, and rather than ask that question, how does that, but... Uh, uh, how does uh, the Egypt? Well, who's my Egypt today? Well, now your Egypt's already been defeated. Right. The battle's already been won. So don't ask the question, "Who's your Egypt?" But what does this story, and, and and then how does it point to Christ in my new Exodus? How do I live in light of that? I the battle's already been won. Like Jesus has already finished the battle. He has already defeated Satan. He's already delivered you from sin and death. He has crossed you over. On dry land, from uh, from Egypt of slavery to the new life of heading to the promised land, we ain't there yet. But um, that's in seeing that and, and really focusing on that, and, and rather than because it can be easy just to kind of how oh, well, what does this represent in my own life? Right. Well, the representation is that Jesus has defeated your sin. See, see, and that and what you're talking about is what's called eisegesis. Mm-hmm. Putting yourself into the text. Right. Um, there, there's no reason for you to say I'm a Israelite in this situation. Right. The the point of the text is to show the Israelites, the Christians, us, what God did here. That and like you said, that He brought people from 
uh, sin and death to now life. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the whole point of that. And not so don't when you when you open up a text, don't put when it says you mm-hmm. or y'all, yeah, or you all if you're northern. Um, it, it's not talking about that or Ewans. I think it's Ewans. Ye, if you're King James. Ye. This yeah. um, uh, is the one advantage of the King James. I will have to say, when it says plural, it says ye, you ye. all. Okay. So that's an, always a nice little thing. Right. But anyway. Any who's he, Um It's it's oftentimes not talking about you specifically. Mm-hmm. You know, Paul writing to the church in Philippians, work out your salvation. And he's not talking about you, the reader, at this moment. Mm-hmm. He's talking to the Philippians. Right. Uh, but but you can take from that. Right. Applying okay. Well, it. Or applying. Well, I need to work out my salvation mm-hmm. uh, here. Um, You're so, not Israel here, right. but. You are God's people as the church, and right. and how does that and how we always point to Christ? That's and it. How does Christ have done the same for us? Um, so I always thought that was a good thing for me this week. Is uh, I hope it just increased our love for Jesus, mm-hmm. and then increased in love for His gospel, and then also that this is a glorious message of salvation. See the salvation of the Lord. Yep. Like fear not, stand firm. See the salvation of the Lord. Shut up. Shut up. you you say that often to me i'm just kidding um but what we're gonna do we'll we'll come we're going for advent Mm -hmm. we're gonna look at a couple uh titles of christ yes we're gonna do five five titles and then emmanuel prophet priest king King. savior that's it and then uh we'll come back to the song of moses yes and Listen to what he has to sing. Be perfect recap of coming back Just to Exodus. Reminding us what has happened so far. It's good. Good yep. stuff. And uh, you planned it that way. Um, Actually, not. No, you didn't. didn't. I was trying to help. No, the Holy Spirit. Yep. All right. Well, we do all things. We eat Thanksgiving dinner. We watch NFL football. We eat Go Cowboys. Go Bills. That's it. We eat uh, Thanksgiving turkey. Um, we are we glory in our salvation. our salvation in God and in Jesus Christ through Jesus Christ, and we do that all to, to the, the praise, praise of, of His glory. glory. Dun, 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 dun.